0: Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Meditating the Word. I'm really glad you're with us on this year-long trip through the Bible. Want a guide to what we've read and what's coming up? Just get the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. Check the link in our show notes. I'll be reading from the World English Bible, but you can use any Bible you like. If you haven't hit subscribe on our podcast, why not do it now? Click subscribe so you won't miss any episodes. This is Day 179. Today we are reading 1 Kings 20 and 21. The First Book of Kings, Chapters 20-21 through 21. Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his army together, and there were thirty-two kings with him, with horses and chariots. He went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it. He sent messengers into the city to Ahab, king of Israel, and said to him, "BinHadad hadad says, Your silver and your gold are mine. Your wives also and your children, even the best, are mine. The king of Israel answered, It is according to your saying, my lord, O king. I am yours and all that I have. The messengers came again and said, Ben-Hadad says, I sent indeed to you, saying, You shall deliver me your silver, your gold, your wives, and your children. But I will send my servants to you tomorrow about this time, and they will search your house and the houses of your servants. Whatever is pleasant in your eyes, they will put it in their hand and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Please, notice how this man seeks mischief, for he sent to me for my wives and for my children and for my silver and for my gold, and I didn't deny him. All the elders and all the people said to him, Don't listen and don't consent. Therefore he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell the Lord, the king. All that you sent for to your servant at the first I will do, but this thing I cannot do. The messengers departed and brought him back the message. Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, The gods do so to me and more also, if the dust of Samaria will be enough for handfuls for all the people who follow me. The king of Israel answered, Tell him, Don't let him who puts on his armor brag. Like he who takes it off. When Ben Hadad heard this message as he was drinking, he and the kings in the pavilions, he said to his servants, Prepare to attack. So they prepared to attack the city. Behold, a prophet came near to Ahab, king of Israel, and said, The Lord says, Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into your hand today then you will know that I am the Lord. Ahab said, By whom? He said, The Lord says, By the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? He answered, You. Then he mustered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were two hundred and thirty-two. After them he mustered all the people even all the children of Israel, being seven thousand, they went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions, he and the kings, the thirty-two kings who helped him. The young men of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, Men are coming out from Samaria. He said, If they have come out for peace, take them alive, or if they have come out for war, take them alive. So these went out of the city, the young men of the princes of the provinces, and the army which followed them. They each killed his man. The Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them. Ben-Hadab, the king of Syria, escaped on a horse with horsemen. The king of Israel went out and struck the horses and chariots and killed the Syrians with a great slaughter. The prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Go, strengthen yourself, and plan what you must do, for at the return of the year the king of Syria will come up against you. The servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their God is a God of the hills, therefore they were stronger than we, but Let's fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. Do this thing. Take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their place. Muster an army like the army that you have lost, horse for horse, and chariot for chariot. We will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they are. He listened to their voice and did so. At the return of the year, Ben-Hadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. The children of Israel were mustered and given provisions and went against them. The children of Israel encamped before them like two little flocks of young goats, but the Syrians filled the country a man of God came near and spoke to the king of Israel and said, The Lord says, Because the Syrians have said, The Lord is a God of the hills, but he is not a God of the valleys. Therefore, I will deliver all this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. They encamped opposite each other for seven days. Then, on the seventh day, the battle was joined. And the children of Israel killed one hundred thousand footmen of the Syrians in one day. But the rest fled to Aphek into the city, and the wall fell on twenty seven thousand men who were left. Ben Hadad fled and came into the city into an inner room. His servants said to him, See now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Please let us put sack." cloth on our bodies and ropes on our heads, and go out to the king of Israel. Maybe he will save your life. So they put sackcloth on their bodies and ropes on their heads, and came to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Please let me live. He said, Is he still alive? He is my brother. Now the men observed diligently and hurried to take this phrase, and they said, Your brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go, bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came out to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. Ben-Hadad said to him, The cities which my father took from your father I will restore. You shall make streets for yourself in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. I, said Ahab, will let you go with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. A certain man of the sons of the prophets said to his fellow by the Lord's word, Please strike me. The man refused to strike him. Then he said to him, Because you have not obeyed the Lord's voice, behold, as soon as you have departed from me, a lion will kill you. As soon as he had departed from him, a lion found him and killed him. Then he found another man and said, Please strike me. The man struck him and wounded him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way. He disguised himself with his headband over his eyes. As the king passed by, he cried to the king, and he said, Your servant went out into the middle of the battle, and behold! A man came over and brought a man to me and said, Guard this man. If by any means he is missing, then your life shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent of silver. As your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. The king of Israel said to him, So shall your judgment be. You yourself have decided it. He hurried, and he took the headband away from his eyes and the king of Israel recognized that he was one of the prophets. He said to him, The Lord says, Because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I had devoted to destruction, therefore your life will take the place of his life, and your people take the place of his people. The king of Israel went to his house, sullen and angry, and came to Samaria. After these things, Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel, next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near my house, and I will give you for it a better vineyard than it, or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its worth in money. Naboth said to Ahab, May the Lord forbid me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers to you. Ahab came into his house sullen and angry because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him, for he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. He laid himself down on his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. But Jezebel his wife came into him and said to him, Why is your spirit so sad that you eat no bread? He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. He answered, I will not give you my vineyard. Jezebel his wife said to him, Do you now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread. And let your heart be merry. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters to the elders and to the nobles who were in his city, who lived with Naboth. She wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people. Set two men, wicked fellows, before him. And let them testify against him, saying, You cursed God and the king. Then carry him out and stone him to death. The men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had instructed them in the letters which she had written and sent to them. They proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. The two men, the wicked fellows, came in and sat before him. The wicked fellows testified against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. Then they carried him out of the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned and is dead. When Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, Take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. The Lord's word came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who dwells in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone down to take possession of it. You shall speak to him, saying, The Lord says, Have you killed and also taken possession? You shall speak to him, saying, The Lord says, In the place where dogs licked the blood of Naboth, Dogs will lick your blood, even yours. Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, my enemy? He answered, I have found you because you have sold yourself to do that which is evil in the Lord's sight. Behold, I will bring evil on you and will utterly sweep you away and will cast off from Ahab everyone who urinates against a wall, and to him who is shut up and him who is left at large in Israel. I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha the son of Ahijah, for the provocation with which you have provoked me to anger and have made Israel to sin. The Lord also spoke of Jezebel, saying, The dogs will eat Jezebel by the rampart of Jezreel. The dogs will eat he who dies of Ahab in the city, and the birds of the sky will eat he who dies in the field. But there was no one like Ahab, who sold himself to do that which was evil in the Lord's sight, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. He did very abominably in following idols, according to all that the Amorites did, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. When Ahab heard those words, he tore his clothes, put sackcloth on his body, fasted, lay in sackcloth, and went about despondently. The Lord's word came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, See how Ahab humbles himself before me. Because he humbles himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil on his house in his son's day. Father God, you show mercy even to the unmerciful, still, we turn from you and your ways and try to do things on our own, according to our own understanding. Help us, Father, to remain humble always and to follow your word, not relying on our own understanding. Thank you, Father, for your unending love and mercy. Amen. You can catch Meditating the Word on any podcast platform you like, on YouTube, or even Facebook. If you're listening from one of the podcast platforms, we've got links in the notes to help you find us everywhere else. My mission is to inspire folks to deepen their Christian faith by reading God's Word every day. You can pitch in, too. Share this podcast, rate it, review it. Every bit helps. Hey, thank you for being part of this Bible journey with me. Please know that I'm praying for you. Let's all pray for each other. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.